Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Good to have you along for the ride. Lots going on. Lily Tang Williams at the bottom of the hour. She's running for New Hampshire 2, um, the U.S. Representative District. She's from China originally, and she fears that she's watching China, or she's watching America become China back in Mao's day. And she makes a very good point about it. We'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour also. We're going to talk about the idea of, uh, for some reason, just saying, ah, don't worry about your student loan. <laughs> just, we're just going to, hey, why, why, why the heck worry about that? It's not like you took out the loan expecting to pay it back. Ah, we're just going to wipe it out. I guess Biden's going to announce something tomorrow in the hopes of maybe helping his chances or the Democrats' chances in the midterms. Love that for you, too, on a Tuesday. Let's go. (laughs) That is Chocolate Voice. How you doing, Carrie? Okay. Why do you get mad about people liking Carrie Lockie so much? She's a wonder. She's wonderful and good at her job. She Aww. also keeps you in line. Oh, oh, shut up. Hello. Thank you. That was awful nice. That's a new listener. Yeah, that listener true. doesn't get the dynamic yet. <laughs> yeah, That is I think uh, Polo getting it done. Sam making it happen. Carrie and I have worked together for 15 plus years now. Way too long. Mm. And uh, no, I mean, it's been wonderful. Every day has been wonderful, like a dream come true. Oh, lie. But, Why are you lying? No, but we had this great, we had this great sort of, she keeps me like, you'll find out once you listen for a while that I'm not the heavy on the show at all. Mm, but you are. Eh, I mean, I'm yeah. heavier than you. I'll, I'll give you that much, but no, I'm not the heavy. No, that, you are, actually. You no. Are. And you're the mean one. And I'm simply... Standing up for myself. And, oh, uh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. Wow. That's, Anything else? That's what it is. See, I mean, you hear the meanness start to come yeah, out, don't you? You hear great. it a little bit there. You're like, wow. <laughs> wow I bet no she could meanness. be mean, that lady, huh? Yes, oh, it's true. No way. It's true. No way. So, um, uh, yeah, glad to have you here. And, and I guess tomorrow, uh, see, here's what's going on. The midterm elections are less than 90 days away. So you've got gas prices suddenly coming down for no real reason other than Biden sold some of our strategic petroleum to, like, enemies of ours. Very strange. Um, we've got that. We're not getting more leases. We're not getting drilling licenses. We're not, we're not allowing for the Keystone XL pipeline to be built. If all that happened, it'd be like two bucks a gallon right now. So um, the gas prices are coming down, and it's so interesting that for some reason the Biden administration is taking credit for it, although they said it wasn't their fault when it went up. So if you didn't make it go up, how are you able to bring it down? If Putin made it go up, what did you do? You said, hey, Putin, stop it. I mean, what did they, Carrie, what did they do to Russia to make Russia make our prices go down? Uh, I don't know the answer Uh-oh, to that one. interesting. Yeah, pretty well. good one, right? It's what I do. I come up with those interesting questions. So um, he's taking credit for that. And there's been all this talk about student, uh, student loan debt. Scudent? And what's that? Is it Scudent? What's a Scudent? It's somebody who showed up for work trying yesterday. To, just trying to keep you jack. Oh. What do you got? Got to think more of it. What's that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Whoa! Whoa! He ain't whoa! Mm. Shots fired. Mm. Not mm. even playing. Oh, I'm going to take you. I said. I said scooting, and I moved past it very quickly. You had to stop the show. I know. And call I, it did. Out. I, I did. That's not rude. <sighs> I've just, got eight stories for you to read this hour. Make sure you don't miss a word. Ooh. 
okay. All right. I'll, See what I you will did shut there? up. Yeah. Anyway, no, you don't have to shut up. It just don't make fun of me. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm um, going to get rid of student loan. And uh, the, the whole idea that you're going to cancel that is, it just, it begs the question. I've got some credit card stuff. Can you cancel that? I've got my mortgage. Ooh, Can you I, cancel I that? I want that canceled. Oh, you online. want that one? Yeah. Mortgage payment cancellation. That mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you still get yep. to keep and live in your house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. yeah. Mm. So, I mean, when I say that, people say, oh, you're crazy. Why would, why would we ever do that? So I'm not really sure I understand why this one specific debt is one that the left wants canceled. Other than those who have student loan debt tend to be those who went to college, tend to be more liberal, and tend to go and vote for them if they get something out of them. I don't know. It sounds crazy, but that's what I'm thinking. So fill me in on what's planned, what it looks like mm-hmm. Biden's going to do tomorrow, if you don't mind. Yep. From the Hill, the White House. Don't is mess it- up even one word. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> the White House. And say scudent. Scudent loan is the way you pronounce it. If I can. Thank you. All right. Go uh, ahead. The White House is expected to announce a plan to cancel a chunk of student loan debt on Wednesday, in addition to an extension of the existing payment pause. Three sources with knowledge of the situation told The Hill. Sources said President Biden's intended measure will include at least $10,000 in loan forgiveness for borrowers who make less than $125,000 annually, as well as another payment freeze for roughly four months. And the $10,000 figure would be the largest forgiveness of federal student loans per individual to date. And the move comes just a week ahead of the White House's self-imposed August 31st deadline. The timing has left millions of Americans waiting for guidance from the Department of Education on whether student loan payments that have been deferred since the start of the pandemic would resume next month. And the potential announcement on Wednesday comes within the smallest window of time borrowers have had to determine when their payments would resume. At the White House, under Biden and former President Trump, has extended the pause six times since March 2020, sometimes giving borrowers up to a month's notice on whether their bills would be due. Trump's order temporarily stopped the accrual of interest on federal student loans, effectively putting $1.6 trillion in debt owed by some 40 million Americans on hold. Whatever, Miss Perfect. So here we go. Nailed it. You did good. So pausing it, even for Biden, was okay because of COVID-19. You had COVID-19. Many people lost their jobs. Many people did not have a place to go and earn anything so they could pay. You had to pay for your food, your housing, you know, your electricity. I mean, those were the most important things. I understand putting a pause on student loans, and the federal government has the ability to do that. Nobody has made a good case. And I hope somebody will today. Listen, if you're liberal, conservative, I don't care where you are on the on the political map, just fill me in on why you think the loan you agreed to pay back shouldn't have to be paid back. I've never been able to successfully do that. Carrie, I've talked to my banks for 30 years. They've never canceled any of my debt. Um... Yeah, I have the same problem. Never did. No. You know, one of the houses that I bought a long time ago, um, my credit wasn't great, but we wanted the house, so I got it with a, an adjustable mortgage rate, an ARM. The original mortgage rate, I think, was six or something like that because my credit wasn't great. It would fluctuate all the time. Every six months, hey, it's going to go up to eight. Hey, it's going to go down to mm-hmm. six and a half. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's going to do this. And eventually, once I started making a little money, we paid the house off. And I'm not doing this crap anymore. In fact, I went to another bank once I fixed my credit. 
And I said, can I refinance this house? And they said, sure. And the house was worth about $75,000. It was a little house in Michigan. And um, sure, give us $20,000 up front. And we'll, what? I can't give you, I'm going to give you $20,000. Hmm. So just fixing it or, or stopping it from being not fixed, adjustable, was not going to work either. And nobody ever said, hey, this poor guy isn't making a whole lot of money. He's got a family to raise. Um, let's, let's get rid of his adjustable rate mortgage. Let's get rid of his mortgage payments for six months. Let's just give him a pause for a while. Hell, let's just forgive it. <sighs> so can somebody please enlighten the talk show host as to why this specific loan is one that, that for some reason you deserve to not have to pay back? 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Be specific. You went to college with an expectation. And by the way, we heard just two days ago or last week that they've got a, what's her name? The, the singer, Taylor, what's her face? Taylor Swift. Exactly. Taylor Swift, you could go take a class on her as a credit in what? college now. And I'm supposed to just eat that money that the taxpayers paid for you to go to that class. There are people going to college who don't necessarily have to, who are getting out making way less money than they thought they would. They could have gotten a vocation or just gone to work two or three jobs and not had this college loan, but they made the decision, yes, I'll pay it back. And now suddenly, they're out there marching. And by the way, how do they have time to go march? Take down your stupid sign and go flip some burgers. Go and do something to earn some money to pay me back my money. You can't just forgive a loan. Somebody paid for it. Real money exchanged hands, and it shouldn't be on the taxpayer's dime, that's for sure. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Love to get your thoughts on this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. A lot to talk about. Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. Thanks for being here. So I simply, I asked a simple question. Can somebody call me and let the little talk show host know, who's not very little, um, why exactly we would ever want to cancel student loan debt when we're not canceling any other debt? And by the way, I'm not advocating for us to cancel any debt. I'm a stand-up guy. If I have a debt to you, and I owe you that debt, I'm the guy who's going to pay it back. And Carrie, talk about this all the time. My, my dad and I you know, didn't see eye to eye in a lot, mm-hmm. but every so often I'd borrow some money from dad. Dad needs some new, some new tires in the car. Sure. I'd borrow some money? Yeah, how much? 500 All right, when are you going to pay it back? When I get paid? Sounds good. He'd loan me the money. I'd get the tires. Come to work that night, and we, we had a pizza place in, in uh, Florida. And I'd had the day that I got the tires, he said, you know, not for nothing, but I could use that 500 back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you and paid the way, him back because that's the right well, thing to do. I wanted, well, first right? of all, he taught me I'm going to be on your back until you do. So, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So as soon as I had that 500, he got, he got the first 500 <laughs> before it. I ate, before anything. Yeah. Um, but, but, but I always felt responsible for what it was that I was borrowing. Mm-hmm. And, and, so what are we you know, teaching our kids now? 
I mean, you've got thousands of dollars in college debt. You didn't have to go to college, actually. Uh, you could have started working. You could have gone to a vocational school. That's a lot cheaper. This is what you chose to do, yet they're actually expecting the government to forgive that. Let, let's talk about what the left always says about the word fairness. The left always talks about how these people or those people are not paying their fair share. These people and those people are, they've got privilege, whereas these people and those people don't have privilege. It's unfair. Things should be fair. And then they started using the word equity, which is not really even fair. It's just socialism. It's equity is like everybody has the same everything. Nobody can advance and meritocracy doesn't matter. So let's talk about the fairness here. Carrie, what about all the millions and millions of Americans who have gone to college, paid their loans back? What happens for them now? Right. Do they get some money? Where is my money? No, of course they don't. No. So those who took out the loan, paid back the loan like they promised they would, they get nothing. They get no pat in the back, no reward. No. They get their college diploma. But people who were in the same exact situation just don't feel like it, who are in the, the generation that has been told you don't have to pay for it, they just get free stuff. What about the people who are about to go to college? Will what college be free for them? me and my son, who he is going to college, and he is very smart, he got some scholarships, but it's still not cheap. So that's not going to be forgiven. But, Where's my yeah, money? But here's the thing. I but here's the thing. Back. Yeah. I get the feeling that even if it were suggested it would be forgiven you wouldn't want to you want to teach well, no. your kid well, of course that not. you borrowed the money you got the education it costs something exactly then you should pay for it yes uh, you're absolutely right yes and that is the that is the way to do it but is it fair no so again the party that talks about fairness is basically looking to screw millions of people that have already paid it back and who, who have done the right thing let me go to the phone lines i appreciate you calling in andy what's going on in washington hi Hey, Joe. I'm glad to be back on the show. Uh, cool. So I elected to go to college, and I have you know, my fair share of debt that I'm working to pay off. And I think this whole thing is just to buy off both, honestly. And I think it's something he's touted when he was running. And now he decides, you know, to <laughs> hey, I'm going to cancel student debt right now as, as, as he has the lowest approval rating. Um, as well as uh, now, if you are paying right now, is the best time because it all goes to principal. So, right. Uh, I don't believe it's fair at all to cancel. Well, 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 Andy, I'm with you. And let me let me piggyback on what Andy said. If they talked about lowering or getting rid of interest rates on government loans for college, I'd be okay with that. Even though you agreed to it when you signed up, you said you would pay whatever the interest rate is, I would be okay with the interest rate going away. But you're damn sure going to pay back the principal that has been taken from taxpayers. So the taking from me, because I have a job that pays me enough that I can pay a lot of taxes, they're taking from me, giving it to somebody else, running the universities that are teaching a far left-wing liberal curriculum, and then they're telling them, don't worry about paying it back. Then they'll come back to me and say, I'm not paying my fair share. But we're living in bizarro world. It doesn't make sense. Back at it. Maybe somebody can, can convince me why student loans should be forgiven. David, San Antonio, talk to me. Hey, so um, the hypocrisy of the left is just so juicy. So I, too, have a pretty large student debt, um, but I chose a field that was, uh, you know, intelligent and smart enough to be able to pay that loan back. You have an entire generation of people who went to college 
um, with really no direction other than mommy and daddy told them to, which I'll point out, they were privileged to go to college in the first place. And then they chose these degrees that they couldn't actually pay back. Now, I just want to point out real quick the hypocrisy of all this, okay? Now, this is the left. These are the people who are, you know, down with the one percenters, not for the, the uh, income gap between the rich and the poor. And yet you want to give the most privileged class of people, the people who had the luxury of going to college, you want to get rid of all their debt. And I would point out that 80% of that debt is held by graduate students like myself. I happen to be a physician. Um, but 80% of that debt is held by graduate students who are, are going to be fabulously wealthy down the road. So it's just, it, it's absurd that the same people who, who have the down with the 1%, we're, we're against the income discrepancy mantra, are the same people who are trying to promote increasing that, that income disparity. Such a great point. It's such an incredible point. And one of the favorite things that you said in that was that going to college is a privilege. Uh, and and there are many people who, and this is a little different than that, many people are privileged to have gone. Because many people in lower and middle income are going, look, I got to get out of high school and go to work. Or in high school, like I had, I had two jobs in high school. Uh, in high school, you had to go to work. You had to help support the family. Hell, my dad made me pay 50 bucks a week in rent when I was like 15. So at the end of the day, what you have is a very two, uh, two or three tiered system where those who are the elite, are going to give the elite the break so the elite keep on forcing on everybody else the idea that they should vote for the elite. I mean, I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. They they perpetuate the same things that they complain about. Now, David, I didn't get student loans. I got scholarships for playing my saxophone. I won it only for two years. Then I went to work, but I was a music major. Um, when you got the loan, who was holding the gun to your head when you signed? Uh, so for undergraduate or for medical school? For, for whatever you got a loan for, who was holding the gun to your head making you do it? Well, I guess the correct answer is neither was a gun held to my head. Wait a second. No, you hold on a second right here. You're telling me nobody forced you to get the loan? <laughs> what? Uh, sir, sir, no, I, I volunteered <laughs> to do that loan because I saw a good future for my family. So you're saying that anybody who's got a student loan in this country they probably didn't do it under duress. And if they did, they could probably, you know, have the people charged with a crime for holding a gun to their head. So they agreed to it, yet for some reason we're letting them off the hook. That's exactly right, sir. You're a good man. Listen, David's a good man. Sounds like he's probably a really good physician because he's a smart guy. He knows he got something for that loan. He knows that it was worth it, and he knows that paying it back is the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Um, Jerry, do me a favor. 30 seconds. Go. Hey, uh, love your show. Thank you. Um, is, is that is this going to go on forever, the next generation? I mean, I got kids that are going to be going to college also soon. Is that going to be covered for them? Only approaching elections. Keep giving them? Only approaching elections. Oh, yeah. 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 I <laughs> wish there was a way we could stop it, you know? Well, there is. We can, we can vote these idiots out. We can stop it. Yes, that's yeah. how you do it. Yeah, we need to. All right, bro. Appreciate you, Jerry. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Imagine being a, 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 somebody who was growing up in China, and you're told that Chairman Mao is God, and then he dies when you're 12 years old. 
And that changes your entire perspective on everything you thought you knew. That's the story of Lily Tang Williams. She's coming up next. Do not touch that dial. She's running for District 2 Republican, great state of New Hampshire. Their primary is not until next month. It's in September. And then, of course, the general will be in November. I hope that she wins. She's got great perspective. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.